Good morning. We're continuing our study on visions and dreams and and uh, trances. Hearing from God. I've talked to you extensively on the types of dreams. For instance, on our, it's a type of dream that uh, is basic, communicating between persons and uh, of spiritual nature. And then uh, I talked to you about uh, Enupian, which is a surprise, completely surprise. It happens as unexpected surprise. Horama is a vision, a dream, and then a vision in the dream. And then, of course, I talked about Horasis, which is uh, internal and external. Greek does not recognize physical perception. And so, uh, uh, physical eye and spiritual eye. And that comes from Ephesians 1.18. I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Remember that. And uh, <clears throat> referring to this concept, a dream that the physical eye sees flesh, but the spiritual eye sees spiritual things. And then I dealt with, um, today, one of the, the last two is aptasia, O-P-T-A-S-I-A. It is a Greek word that happens during this scripture. So Luke one twenty two to begin with, and Luke twenty four twenty two. So go ahead, John. Luke one twenty two. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. Okay, a vision is an apparition. Aptash is an apparition. It is something that looks like physical. It's not a movie or a dream uh, to where you see everything, but one person fitting on the background of the existent location. For instance, an apparition would be an angel standing close to that camera. It looks very normal. Okay? And so this is what happened to a, a man called uh, Zachariah. Zachariah. He went into the Holy of Holies to change the oil lamps. Right? Where are the oil lamps located? Anybody? 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 In the Holy of Holies. Across, the, across from what? The, the table of the showbread on the right. The middle of the table of incense. On the left is the, what is it called? Kanda, Labra, what is it called, Betty? The menorah. The menorah. And so he came to change the oil on the menorah. Okay? And there's a curtain there. And the Ark of the Covenant is inside. And right in the middle, close to the table, the the the... the the altar of incense, there's, there's a, a man standing there. Man, why did you get here? And it was Gabriel. The archangel Gabriel. I mean, the one that God calls to sort of uh, tell babies on the way. I mean, the most powerful angel of God announces babies. Isn't that wonderful? And uh, it's called Optasia. Uh, how about Luke 24, 22, John? Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were eagerly at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. So one more than, than one, one, one visions of angels means one, 
one plus more. Yeah. So how many? John two. Two angels. Two angels. One city on the left, the other city on the right, inside of the tomb. And what else uh, that uh, Luke talks about? That uh, the sheets were folded. They'll fold that up. That means that, uh, you know, angels like order. You don't see the sheet on the floor, right? So what do you say about the sheet, uh, uh, Taylor, that was on top of whom? Jesus. Yes, covering him. Mm-hmm. Amen? Which, which, which I love to get a peek at that, uh, at that, take a look at that sheet and, and take it home with me. The sheet that covered Jesus, wasn't it? Is that is there a story about that, John? In the in the news, a story in the in the church. Yes, there's a church in Italy that has this large shroud. Millions of people come. The sheet that covered Jesus. Imagine, after five nine hundred years, that that sheet would be displayed. Amen. Of course, I don't doubt, but there's a lot of Something's going on here. Amen? So, so angels, it's an apparition. The same way, now the difference is that it, it appears close to the TV set there. It appears right here close to Taylor, sitting down there. That's an apparition. Aptasia. Amen. Now, the last one is E-K Tasis. T-A-S-I-S. Instead of apt, is ectasis. Okay, ek, T-A-S-I-S. Revelations one ten, John. Uh, I, I got that, yeah. That's, uh, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Yes. Heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Yes. He heard the voice. He heard the trumpet. And then what? Uh, saying, I am Alpha and Omega the first and the last, and what you see, write in a book. And send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Samaria, and unto Paragmas, and unto Tyrethia. Now, ectasis here is a, is a trance. Trance. T-R-A-N-C. Trance. Meaning, you are taken into a mental and spiritual state that you're not a dreaming, you're not asleep, you're not seeing a vision, it's inside of your head. Well, one, a good example of it is Acts 10.10. 10. Go ahead. Oh, Acts 10.10, 10, okay. Who's that to read? Is that that's Matt? Me. No, no, that's me. Okay. I didn't know we were going there that quick. All right, Acts 10.10 10 says, And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. Yeah. In other words, the only way to interrupt a preacher's lunch is through a trance. When it comes time to eat, the preacher will be on time. Amen. If you've been a preacher a long time, lunch is very important. Amen? Amen. And, 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 and suddenly, Peter goes into a trance. The verb here is a trance. T-R-A. N C E. It's a it's a uh, a state of the mind that will show you. Now, uh, let me ask 
Raymond, what did the Holy Spirit show to Peter in this trance? Oh, you want me to keep reading? Well, I'll just ask you if you know it by memory. Well, it says that he saw heaven opened up and a certain vessel descended unto him. Uh-huh, heaven opened up. That's right. Uh-huh. And a, and, a, and a sheet came down from heaven. What's in the sheet? It had the, the wild beast and the beasts of the earth and all the creeping things and fowls of the air. Yes, and then what's that? what else What else the word was from God? Oh, to rise, Peter, kill, and eat. Then what? Uh, but Peter said, no, no, not so, Lord. For I have never eaten anything oh, I'm a that Jewish. is common or I, I Oh, no, I'm not going to eat these creatures uh, that, are, that are with the feet like a hoof. Yeah. Okay? So what do you say? What is the next thing? And the voice spoke unto him again the you second said, time. What God has cleansed, that call not thou common. Yes. What God has cleansed. In other words, if you are uh, uh, in the jungle by yourself. And you lost, and that a snake passes by. That's saying lunchtime. That could be a little piggy. Yeah. But, but really, it, it's simply saying what God has sanctified, do not call unclean. Right. And to a Jewish man, he is referring to what? Anybody? Yeah. No. What is the lesson? Uh, yes. The Gentiles are not unclean, holy Jewish Peter. How dare you call humanity unclean when you are supposed to be so clean? And that was what had to happen to Peter so he would go into the house of whom? Cornelius. And as he said something and stopped, what happened? They all began to speak in tongues. And then they were baptized, which is totally upside down. It goes against the Methodist tradition, but God is not a Methodist, right? Okay, good. He's not Baptist either. So don't get, he's not Pentecostal either. God is holy. So, and so, and so, ectasis. Now take a look at Acts 22, 17 and 18, just to get a little more of this. And uh, yeah. Acts 17, 22. Um, and it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance. And I saw him, Jesus, saying unto me, Make haste, and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem, for they will not receive your testimony concerning me. And I said, Lord, they know that I am I imprisoned and beat in synagogue. He's referring who to believed on you. whom here? What is his name? Jude. The Apostle? Paul. Paul. Now, read the beginning of verse 17. And it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple... Ectasis. I was in a trance. I was in a trance. So what is a trance? What is the difference between a trance and a dream and a, and a vision? A trance is when God takes you inside of your mind... And you're not able to see nothing, but hear the voice. You're taken by it. You're not looking at it. It happens inside, inside of your mind. Now and then you're praying, and you hear from the Lord, and He just speaks to you, 
And, uh, and, 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 and it's not a dream or a vision. It's actually a state of the mind. Ectasis. Acts 10.10, 10, Revelations 1.10, Acts 22, as Peter, as Paul goes into the temple, he then begins to have uh, uh, a trance. Anybody else want to say something or ask a question? But go ahead, get the microphone on your hand. So, so only, the only way you know how to ask is with the microphone in your hand. In other words, it comes by faith. Anybody? Well, this is something that is really misused by, I don't know, the pagan world. It would be something desirable to put yourself in a trance and seek higher higher enlightenment or something. So, um, you know, scripturally it says, I fell into a trance. It's not something you seek. It's not something you try to make yourself do. It had to do God with does. tell Peter urgently. It's something God If you go does. to Jerusalem, they will kill you. But right? the difference is it's something God does. It's not something you try to meditate and get yourself into a state of being. Force right. Force it to happen and achieve a certain state of being, Rick. It's yeah. something God does. Something God does. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, any question? How about you, Matt? You said a question, Matt? No, that's okay. It's okay, you don't have a question. Anybody else? How about you, John? You know, sometimes, uh, got to be open to this, because sometimes, and you know, Peter's education and everything that was in his mind was totally against this idea, and so we got to be open to God just intervening with this type of stuff in our lives. If we're close to it, then we can't hear God. You know? So the scriptures that we're studying today have to do with, with identifying dreams. And we begin uh, with uh, a word called onar, then anuption, and then harama, and then horasis, then eptasia, and then ectasis. And the last one is a trans. And as Peter, Paul, about to go to Jerusalem... He fell into a trance, and, the, and God said to him, don't go, they're going to kill you. They're going to try to kill you there. Okay? And then uh, also Peter in the house of whom? Simon the Tanner fell into a trance at noon. And I told you about the preacher in lunchtime. And God spoke to him in that trance and showed him a sheet coming from heaven. And on top of it were all kinds of animals uh, with uh, split hoofs. And, and, uh, and God told him to kill and eat. And he said, no, Lord, I'm a Jewish person. I don't touch unclean things and all that. And so God said to Peter, what I sanctify, do not call it unclean. Not only referring to the animals, but referring to the Gentiles. Because after this, he goes in the house of Cornelius, and he meets all kinds of uh, Gentiles, wasn't it? Yes. He preached and began to speak in tongues, and then were baptized with the water. That, that thing is upside down in the house of Cornelius. But it's the first time that the gospel is preached to the unbeliever, to the Gentile world. Up to now, it's been a house thing with the Jewish in Jerusalem. Now it's, it's open, out of the bag, completely taken into the world. Because after Cornelius, the gospel multiplied 
in, in, in 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40. I mean, it was a fast growth, okay? It said it happened three times in verse 16. That seemed to be a deal with Peter. He needed to, he needed to get the message three times. It says, and this happened three times. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We missed that point. Thank you, Betty. The sheet came from heaven three times. Hello, Peter. Peter, hello. Do not call and clean which I sanctified. Peter, do not call and clean which I sanctified. Three times. And finally, Peter said, well, I guess God is trying to break my Jewish mind and that I need to see something holy. Okay, good. Okay, so, so far, so good. We're getting there. We've got ten minutes. Can we move into another area completely? What we're doing and what we're teaching has to do with understanding a dream, understanding a vision, understand a trance, how God speaks to dreams, how God speaks to us. And, 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 and we begin with the prophet, the Nabis, the Nabis. He hears from God and he speaks. But God also speaks in dreams, in visions, and in trances. What is the name of that person? Sasir. And so the two areas where God speaks to us is through a prophet and through a seer. Now we're studying the life of a seer. How he sees things. How he moves into this area. And so in order to enhance your ability to see, your ability to be in the spiritual realm... We're going through a lot of details about how the seer operates. Amen? So, I want to talk about now in a different topic, a vision as a mode of revelation. How, how God uses visions to reveal. Remember in, in, 1, Corinthians 4, in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul says, Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. Remember that? People say, well, that's just Pentecostal Assembly of God uh, things. We don't deal with that. And then there's a large group of small little people who call that something that went out out of the kingdom when the canon of Scriptures, when the Bible was completed. And, of course, if you are from Africa, you'll laugh at it because uh, uh, God is operating that way in America in Africa, throughout the world, South America per se. Millions are coming to Christ. And the work of the Holy Spirit is not, uh, is not something you, you, you start fight against. Amen? Amen? Okay. So, dreams, visions, and trances is the work of the seer in the area of revelation. So the primary difference between is that the dream occurs... During sleeping hours, while visions happens while someone is awake. There are some differences, and I mentioned to you some difference. For instance, horama. That word horama, the Greek word horama, uh, in, 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 in Acts, in Matthew 17, 9, referring to the Mount of Transfiguration. Uh, it wasn't a trance. It was, it was a, a, a awakened vision. Meaning that they were a sort of a, uh, taken by, they were asleep. And they saw the vision of Jesus standing up and uh, talking to Elijah and, and Moses. So that's a horrible, but that's a, a very rare, uh, primarily 
The difference between dreams is that it happens during sleep and while visions happen while you wake. So what is the difference, Taylor? Dreams happen when you're and visions happen when you're awake. awake. Okay. If you remember that, then then it's, you, you begin to you begin to to get the hold of this. Okay. And uh, Numbers twelve six then becomes a very very major scripture to the seer because the seer. Uh, uh, understands that scripture because he studied the scriptures and he heard from God. So what is uh, Numbers 12, 6? By the way, read Numbers 12, 1 through 6, because the context will help you better. Who's going to read this? Go ahead. 1 through 6? Yeah, put, a, put the microphone inside of your mouth. Make sure it's real close. Go ahead. And Miram and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman who he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman, and they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Has he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Okay, yeah. now, let's stop a minute. So God spoke to Miriam and Aaron, because they challenged Moses' position as God's spokesman. Right? So read it again. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. Yes. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. Yes. And he said, has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Has he not spoken also by us? Yeah. And the Lord heard it. The Lord heard it. And then what? Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spoke suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam, Come out you there, you, you three, unto the tabernacle of the congregation, and they, and they three came out. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. Yes. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make him myself known okay, unto I'd like him. for you to read that now like you're reading to really make a point, okay? Loud and pronounced, very distinct. I want everybody to hear this verse. Go ahead. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. Yes. Now, who said that? Lord. The Lord. God spoke that. So God comes down from heaven, a pillar of a cloud, gets the three outside of the temple of tabernacle meeting, and says, that, say it again. And he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision. Yes. And will speak unto him in a dream. So if God spoke... That through a prophet or through someone that can hear spiritual things, he will speak in a vision or a dream. Then, I th- and so, so does it mean that in the New Testament it all changes? It's the same. God speaks to those that want to hear in a vision and a dream. He he speaks. 
And that's a, a very powerful scripture because it stops and makes you stop thinking and, and, and rationale that uh, somehow this is all hocus pocus. See, I'm trying to tell you that as you approach people for counseling and ministering to them, you are going to have to answer questions about what they're experiencing. And if you simply not qualified, understand, able to deal with the question, then uh, 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 they're going to go to another church. They want to be ministered to. They want to know what's going on. If there's a prophet among you, I, the Lord, shall make myself known to him in a vision. I shall speak to him in a dream. Numbers 12, 6. So God spoke to, uh, to Miriam and, and, and Aaron and Moses this way. So we need to understand dreams, vision, as God speaking to his people. We have to understand it, okay? And uh, prophets and pastors and evangelists are not uh, only the ones who hear God in dreams and visions, but even the unsaved, the Gentile people, those who are not really, don't know who God is. God breaks through to them and speaks to them. So it's not something that only Christians can hear. For instance, in the case of Abimelech, the case with Sarah taken by Abimelech. Remember that scripture in Genesis 23? Read Genesis 20, verses 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. Whoever has it, read it fast. But God came to Abimelech in a dream of the night and said to him, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is married. Yes. Now Abimelech had not come near her. Yes. And he said, Lord, wilt thou slay a nation even though blameless? Did he not himself say to me, she is my sister? And she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and in the innocence of my hands, I have done this. That's the king of the Abimelechs. Abimelech is the king of the Midianites. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you have done this, and I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. In other words, Sarah is a beautiful lady. She's married to Abraham. And when Abraham, to protect himself from somebody killing them, simply said to everybody, that's my sister. And Abimelech said, take her in, make her in the kitchen, and come to give me coffee. And the Lord spoke to him in the dream, saying, the woman that you are asking to bring coffee to you, she is married. Give her back to Abraham. Abraham, why you did this? God spoke to Abimelech, the king of the Midianites, in a vision. He was a, 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 a Gentile. In a dream. How about uh, Gen- Judges 7, 13, 14, and 15, when God begins to deal with Gideon as to what he needed to do? And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man who told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream. And lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian and came unto a tent and smote it that it fell and overturned it that the tent lay along. Okay, now, wait a minute. Let's stop a minute. Gideon's passing by the fire, the campfire outside of his tent. And he hears a Gentile 
speaking about a dream he had the night before. Listen, I, I, I had a dream. And it was a big old piece of bread. Giant piece of bread, right? And, he, and, and after he rose to be eaten, began to turn and turn and turn and turn and turn and turn. And he smashed all the tents of the Midianites. So what God tell him to do? What is the Gideon saw? Uh, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian and came unto a tent and smote it that it fell and overturned it that the tent lay along. And his fellow, and his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for into his hand has God delivered Midian and all the host. In other words... He heard somebody else have a dream that had nothing to do with him having a dream to tell him, identify him by name. What's his name? Gideon, the son of? Joash. Say again. Gideon, the son of Joash. Gideon, the son of Joash. A man of Israel. Joash. Joash. And then what else? A man of Israel. A man of Israel. Say it one more time. Gideon. Gideon, the son of Joash, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, a man of Israel. So God spoke to Gideon through somebody else that wasn't really involved, had nothing to do with it, and, and told him a dream. Identify that God had delivered the Midianites to Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. So what happened then, John? They attacked. Yes. Yeah, so if you read to the end. Uh, Verse 15, and it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof that he worshipped and returned to the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord Now, has... I want you to stop right there. See, when he heard it, the Holy Spirit convicted him. And so he kneels down in an old place somewhere, lifts his hand up and says, Oh, God, I thank you, Lord, for giving me direction. How many of you would do that? How many of you would do it if you're sitting here? And somebody from the University of Georgia who does nothing to do with God says, I had a dream last night. And God spoke to me and said, do this and this and this and this and this. And you are Rick Bonfim. You're going to have to do this, this, this and that. And, and he kneels and worships and then goes and do it. Who, 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 how, how many people would take a chance to do something like that out of nowhere? I have to hit you with a... What do you think, Shannon? Yeah, get your microphone, get close to your mouth, speak loud. If somebody were to come up to me and say that they had a dream that I needed to do something just out of nowhere. Right. Honestly, I'd think that they were kind of crazy and would That's right. run away. But this exactly. So if you are in communion with God, if you are in communion with the Holy Spirit, then God will communicate with you in all kinds of ways, even through somebody else. The, the, the reason why Gideon was successful was that he worshipped. When he heard his name mentioned, the Holy Spirit came and convicted Gideon. And Gideon felt the power of God. And he knelt down, lifted his hands and said, Oh God, I thank you, Lord, that even though I just was sleeping a lot, and I was so tired, and I ate some lamb the night before, you talked to, to somebody else, God, and I'm convicted, Lord, I worship you. You give me the rest. Come on, guys. Get up. Let's go. And Ben, and God gave him victory. We're dealing with visions and dreams and, and trances. And uh, we'll continue tomorrow morning 
in Jesus' name, amen.